Welcome to the First Million Podcast, a podcast for empowered women working for financial freedom and lifestyle abundance. I'm your host, Emily, and I'm pulling from my experiences building a multi-six-figure business in my early 20s, investing and achieving financial literacy, and traveling the world while I work to steer you towards your highest potential. Let's dive in because you know what they say. The first million is hard, but the second million is inevitable. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the First Million Podcast. Today is all about designing your dream life. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with like curating your own life to be exactly what you want it to be, doing everything you want to do, becoming like the person and living the life that you've envisioned. So today I'm going to be sharing all of my tangible tips and tricks for how to do that, a little bit about my story for creating and curating my own dream life through business, through habits, all kinds of stuff. You don't have to be a business owner to benefit from this. So super excited to dive in. Super excited for this one today, you guys. I feel like I said that 10 times already, but if you know me, if you follow me on Instagram or any of my other platforms, you know that I'm always talking about like living my dream life and how that wasn't my reality for a long time. And it's just the vibe. So I'm super stoked. Not going to say super excited again. (laughs) I'm super stoked to talk with y'all about designing your dream life and how to do that today. If you're new, to the first million podcast welcome here i love sharing about all things creating a life of abundance if that's becoming a millionaire for you amazing if it's not that's fine too everyone's first million looks different whatever that means in your life to find that total freedom and like abundance i'm all about it but i'm going to be sharing with you today things that are going to help you to create the life of your dreams. And before we dive into that, you guys know the drill. I always love to share what I call my service spotlight with you guys, where I share with you something that I personally have created within my business. I am a full-time business mentor, and I also run a social media management and copywriting agency. And I want to share with you guys anything I can that's like a tangible resource that you can get your hands on to learn more about, you know, building your dream life, starting a business, whatever it may be. So today I want to talk with you guys about passive income bootcamp. And if you don't care about this, as always, you can skip ahead. Everything will be timestamped, but passive income bootcamp is a super easy to complete on your own time, six module course, where I'm going to teach you how to create your own form of passive income that you can sell online and make money while you're out living your dream life. I feel like this particular resource and course that I offer correlates very well with today's episode because passive income has been a huge thing when it comes to me creating my own dream life. And I think for most people, we can reach this consensus, right? That if you're working all the time and every dollar you make depends on you working more, it can be a little bit challenging to actually find freedom and like live the life of your dreams. So Passive Income Bootcamp is super affordable. I think it's actually less than $80 USD. I will leave the link down below for you guys to check it out, but you can purchase it, complete it on your own time. It'll guide you through everything from developing your concept, putting the offer together, marketing it, learning evergreen marketing and sales, all that jazz. It is all 
covered. So check out PIB. And without further ado, let's dive into the episode. And one last thing before we fully get into the real like meat of the episode today, if you guys aren't subscribed to my YouTube channel, I know that so many of y'all who watch the podcast on YouTube specifically, because I do post video versions of the podcast every week. I know so many of y'all watch and love the episodes, but are not subscribed. And it really does support me as I am a smaller creator in a very niche environment. It very much supports me when y'all subscribe um, and interact in that way on the channel. So it's super easy, takes two seconds, but if y'all wanna take a second and subscribe to the channel, that would be amazing. So designing your dream life is truly like the mission for all of us, right? I think that it's an easy thing to say, oh, I wanna design my dream life. I wanna create the life of my dreams. Like there's so many different cliche ways to talk about like just building a life that you love and that matches like your true vision for your life. The problem is twofold. It's multifold. There's a lot of components here, but number one, I think that the way that we approach careers in today's day and age really locks us into a daily routine and schedule and lifestyle that is very much not conducive to actually building your dream life because it turns us into robots. You guys know, if you work a nine to five, it can get very monotonous. You can just be going through your day, like almost in a black and white state of just total, like one foot in front of the other, plodding along, not really opening your eyes, waking up and being aware about what am I actually doing in my life? Am I in charge of my day? Or am I just like walking through, like following what I did yesterday again and again and again? So we get into a bit of a daze, which I think is really important that if you feel like you're in that space, like do some things to bring back your awareness, start journaling, meditating, exercising, taking more time for yourself, getting up earlier. I have tons of episodes where I talk about like healthy, productive habits and all that jazz. So highly recommend you guys Look into that, but wake up. That's the biggest thing. Become aware. Another issue that people run into when it comes to designing their dream life is they don't have any idea what that actually looks like. They've never actually stopped to think about it. All they know is they're not super satisfied with the life they've got going right now, but they don't really know what they actually would like to see out of their lives. This is super sad, right? Like knowing that there's a level of dissatisfaction with your life internally, but not knowing what you would want instead, that's so (laughs) shitty. (laughs) Like I really feel for anyone who's in that position because I know people who are there. I've probably been there at points in my own life where you're just like, I know I'm not happy in this moment, but what do I want? What do I need to change in, in my life? So again, like waking up, having that awareness, but recognizing if I'm not happy where I am, I've got to clarify the vision. So that's step one of this process, like getting into the tangible tips here. You want to build your dream life, you got to know what that looks like. So you need to start getting very, very clear on your visualization and your goals for the life of your dreams. Now, here's another issue that people run into. And this is the last one that I'm going to touch on before I dive into my various pieces of advice and different points. Once you visualize what you want for your life, if you then let the opinions of other people deter you from chasing after it. Like if you decide my vision for my life is finding freedom through being a business owner, but then you let everybody around you tell you that's not a good idea. It's not stable. You're not using your college degree, blah, 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 things that all, all things that I've heard. Right. And you let that derail you, even though you're clear on your vision, it's as good as not having a vision at all. It's actually worse because you see what's like possible and you don't let yourself go for it because of other people. That sucks so bad. So step one, get really clear on your vision. Step two, put your blinders on and do not take the advice of other people 
so dang intensely and so dang quickly and let it cut so deep. Now, I will say the caveat here is like if people have your best interest in mind and you're about to go make a crazy dumb decision, like some into the wild shit, like let's not. Let's listen to people who have our best interest at heart. But let's also use logic and take things with a grain of salt. If you are not in imminent danger, if you are in your 20s, especially, you can come back from risks that you're taking. Take them. Don't put yourself in any type of danger financially, you know, mentally, physically, of course. But take risks that you know you can come back from, like be logical, be smart, but don't be afraid to put yourself out there, okay? That's like the big sister pep talk. Be careful with the actions that you take for your own well-being, but don't be afraid to take risks because this is the time. And no matter how old or how young you are, you are never outside of the range of time where it's okay to take risks. Like you are always within that. You can always bet on yourself. I'm a huge believer in that. So once we've gotten really, really clear on the visualization, right? So the ways you can do this, what do I want my life to look like? Honestly, it's going to sound super basic, but like start looking at people and places and things that inspire you, aka go on Pinterest. I am not even kidding. Pinterest as a platform, number one, it is like the least problematic like social platform available to us. It's phenomenal. There's no controversy. It's amazing. It's super aesthetic. I love it. It's full of great ideas. But it's a non-comparison based, like non-popularity based way to look at other people, look at inspo and get inspired. I think that there's a wealth of just so many beautiful images and ideas and words on that app that if you need a place to get started to like create your ideal life and figure out what that looks like, get on Pinterest and make a vision board for your life, okay? So once you have a visualization of what you want your life to look like, y'all are gonna wanna punch me in the face for this. I promise there's more to the story, but here's why I'm gonna start you out. Just start living like it. Like just start living like the life you've envisioned. For example, for so long, my Pinterest, my visualization of my life was filled with images of traveling, of freedom, working from coffee shops, having, you know, a a beautiful bag for my work stuff to go in and hopping in the car and getting to go work wherever I wanted. Like there was just this very much like it was a strong element of freedom. So I started living like that. I was like, okay, just because it matches my dream life, I'm getting in the car today and I'm going to work at my favorite coffee shop or I am going to bring my work along on this trip we're going on to show myself that I can do the digital nomad thing. I just started to live the way that my vision board looked. Another thing that my vision board was full of was beautiful spaces in the home, a home that was so conducive to filming and living and hosting and like coziness and a life of peace. So I started building that and I got like kind of into interior design and I was like, I'm going to just be that bitch that cares about her space and curates the space that she's in. And over time, my life has slowly become my vision board and I've made every decision in the direction of bringing that to life because I already was living that. It's a it's a self-fulfilling prophecy in the best way. It feeds itself and it's great. So enter into that cycle by just starting to live the vision. So a couple tangible ways to do that, to like actually make your day to day align with what your vision of your day to day is. Number one, how do you view your day that you live? If you walk around every day pissed off, just like tired of life, just so like pessimistic about life, everything is a shade of gray. It's just not the vibe. That is not you building your dream life. That is not you in any way romanticizing 
your own like day. And I feel like this is kind of a thing that people were saying like earlier this year. It's not really so much being said anymore, but like romanticizing your own day to day and your own life mainly the parts of your day that align with your higher vision for your life, like that's the move, right? That's the vibe. That's what we want to be doing. So for me, for the longest time, like when I was starting my business and I lived in kind of a dingy, like dark apartment, I didn't have an office. There was nothing aesthetic about my life, except I had this little morning routine and I would make myself coffee in my literal like $10 little French press And I would like make some cold foam like they do at Starbucks and I would put it in a pretty mug and I would go and like take a picture of it and hold it up in front of this pretty like plant display that I had in front of my window. That was a way that I romanticized the beginning of my day that I could take control over even if I was going to a crappy job after or I had to do a bunch of business tasks that I didn't know what I was doing. I was romanticizing little bits and pieces of the day until that kind of took over and I was romanticizing the whole day and I had curated and created and started living my dream life so view your day in a more romantic rose-colored lenses way in any space that you can that's a good place to start okay how you spend your money really matters here when you are creating your dream life it's not just about going out and buying every item to like really on an external level make your space and your life look the way you think it needs to this is how people end up with an expensive car they can't afford and a house that's too big. And we we all know the car story. Like we're all avoiding that, right? Like we are being smart with our money. What I mean by how you spend your money is like if you're afraid to ever treat yourself to something because you're like, that's the kind of thing that the me who's living her dream life would spend her money on, but I'm not her. Why are you not her? That totally goes against this idea of just stepping into who that person is and living the life that you're envisioning. So start like reallocating your money so that it more so matches the way that the dream version of you spends and saves money versus the version of you now. Now, if you're like me, that might mean that you're spending a little bit more, treating yourself a little bit more. That is not a bad thing, right? If you're used to being in a scarcity mindset, depriving yourself, not investing in yourself, in business, in you know skills, whatever it is, That is not getting you towards your dream life if that kind of falls into your visualization. So reallocate spending and saving habits based on the person in life that you want to have and you will slowly create the financial situation that builds that life. I briefly mentioned this already as something that I personally did to start curating my dream life, but make sure that the space you're in, like your home, your office, wherever it is, your little corner where you do your work, Make sure that there's at least some elements there, like physical elements, that reflect the person you want to be. One of the most life-changing, simple things that I have my clients do is when they come to me, if they're just starting a business and maybe they maybe they live with their parents or maybe they, you know, their house is a mess, they have kids or they're in their college apartment, whatever it is. And they're like, you know, I just don't feel inspired to film content for my business. Like my place is an aesthetic or when I sit down, I can't focus. Everything is a mess. So the first thing I have them do is I'm like, clear yourself off like minimum of a two foot by two foot space on a desk, on a table, wherever it is to work and go to like anthropology and buy yourself a nice candle and put it on your desk And suddenly you're like, okay, this is a bit of a sanctuary. I have my laptop. Sometimes I'll say, go buy yourself like a laptop riser so you can actually have good posture when you're working. Like just little things to create that space 
where suddenly you're working more like the person you want to be and that work and the output is then giving you the ability to create that life. It's the little things that matter. Go buy yourself the candle from Anthropology, the volcano one. You know the one. You deserve it. I have like three around my office right now. I'm obsessed. They like remind me of this tip and I love it so much. And if your dream life doesn't involve you like living in a pigsty, clean up your house, right? Like get to work, create a space where you can feel 10 pounds lighter mentally and physically because you're not surrounded by crap all the time. This is like really important in my own productivity. Like can't recommend it enough. The next thing. Curating your dream life means caring for yourself more. Generally, when we are not living and aligning with like the dream version of ourselves, the dream life we want to have, one of the missing factors is that we are not caring for ourselves adequately. So for me, for example, I used to go so many months, I wouldn't like allow myself to go get my nails done or go get a haircut, like buy my favorite like hairdresser or whatever it might be. I just didn't allow myself to do these certain like things that cost money, but that I also felt like maybe I didn't deserve. But when I visualized who my like higher self was and the life she wanted to live, like she was allowing herself to treat herself and to be pampered. And I've started to get more into the habit of doing in those doing those things and investing in my own self-care in whatever way it might be, mental health, physical health, beauty, like all these different things. And it's made a difference. Like I really feel like I value myself more because I put more time and money into myself. Now that might not align with like your visualization, like those specific things of your dream life. But if you feel like the way you value yourself is not elevating to the standard, to the height at which it needs to, to like be that dream person for yourself, start treating yourself better. Start caring for yourself more. It really does make a difference. When you are designing your dream life, a big, massive thing you need to do is you need to analyze and reassess how you are spending your free time, okay? If you spend all your free time on TikTok, for example, looking at the dream lives of other people rather than getting out there and doing something to build your own dream life, that is becoming a you problem, right? Get into the habit of instead of watching how other people are living the life that they want to have, start living the life that you want to have. I think being more in the moment kind of goes hand in hand with romanticizing your time and your life, but get into a headspace of like my life, my time, my day is worth my attention. I do not need to constantly be distracted in order to be happy. The more present you can be, the more awake you can be in your own life, the more chances you're going to have to make little even like micro decisions that are going to move you in the right direction. So pay attention to how you spend your free time. What things do you like to do more than scrolling on social media? Start doing more of those things. Start doing more of the things that your highest self would do rather than like rotting on the couch, scrolling on TikTok. Okay, that fits occasionally, but we know it's not like our highest calling for the most part. Last but not least, you need to pay attention to the people that you're around. You, there is like no way around this. If you have a dream vision for your life and the people around you are telling you that it's dumb, they are not like aligning with that, that like with that or bettering themselves at all. They're dragging you down in any possible way. I'm not telling you to cut everyone out of your life. I'm saying start adding in more people that are promoting you and are supportive of you or start just seeing less of the people that are doing the opposite 
remember that it is basically like fact. I think it's actually been like scientifically studied that the people you surround yourself with have direct implications on your personality and your actions. And depending on you and the way that you are, that can even be elevated to a point where it like really has an impact and you might be a little bit more impressionable. Do not take for granted the impact that others have on you, including like the negative impact that the people you're currently surrounding yourself with may be having on you. Protect your peace, protect like your higher self and the people that she would surround herself with because building your dream life while you're dragging like the dead weight of people that are trying to pull you down, whether it's conscious or not, they're just not supporting and pushing you forward. It is not worth your time. So that is all I have for you guys today. I've been keeping these episodes short and sweet because I think I can get the points across to you better, but I love that we're able to spend this time together on the podcast, um, sharing just more inspirational lifestyle type content. And I hope this was really helpful. You guys remember that if you want to start creating your dream life through making more money passively, you can get passive income bootcamp, my quick little course down at the link below this video. I'll put it in the show notes for the recording of the podcast. Make sure you guys are subscribed to my YouTube channel. Love you guys the most and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye y'all.